Well, I can't I can't start the pod with an empty pod over here. Uh, what am I, uh, an animal? Heathen, quite frankly. Absolute yes. Absolute heathen. We all know that, but... Oh, man. I gotta get off the nicotine, my friend. Yeah, same. I've made that decision in recent days. Today... Today is not that day, though. Today is not that day. In, in Brooklyn, that I used to go to no longer has this stuff, or they have too high of a dosage. Because Nanny State, New York, a long time ago, outlawed the lower than 25 milligram nicotine which by the way is an insane amount of nicotine yeah in ohio i was able to get zero nicotine which i was on for a while and i was on the path to quitting huh but since i can't do that i like to get the 25 milligram one because Uh it's lower and a lot of places only have 50 oh which is i don't know if you've ever had 50 it is heinous it is not a good does it do that burning sensation thing oh yeah i have something i can have you try that i bought on a lark in uh, Philadelphia because my views ran out of battery and I was like, well, I'm not going to survive this night without Is something. Is it an elf bar? No. Oh. It's I one that looks like a battery pack, but not like the giant one. I know what you're talking like about. Like the fist size one. Yeah. It burns so hard. Oh, that's But not I think it's I like a low, right. like, nicotine amount, but it just like coats the mouth in a terrible thing. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. It's my, in case of emergency slash poverty. My point is this. I went into the place today to re-up on my vape juice because they have what I need. And they go, we have a deal where if you buy five, it's $20 off. And okay. I usually buy more than one anyway because this place is a little out of my way. Yeah. So I don't like doing this more than once every couple months. And I go, okay, that sounds good. I'll get the discount and then I won't have to come back for a while. Yeah. But then when I walked out of the store... Uh-huh. With like a literal shopping bag full of of vape juice, mm-hmm. I was like, "This it's sucks. Shame, I know? suck. I yeah. hate myself for it's this." Like buying three cartons of cigarettes or something. Yeah, yeah. And I like came back to work with that bag, and everyone's like, "Oh, did you, did you go out and get your lunch?" No, I'm like, no. It's I spent eighty dollars on nicotine. Just had to run an errand. Yeah, and I've been thinking about it anyway, and so mm. I don't know. I just made an investment, well, so yeah. So you got to. I got to maybe. Ride it out. Maybe I'm going to round out the year and then we'll reevaluate Reassess. at New Year's time. But I am getting tired of it. I don't like it. It's, it's not a health thing or anything. Mm. It's just a. It's a mostly a self respect thing. I'm oh. like I'm better than this. I mean, I still like the like. I need to step outside. I need like five, not even five. I need four minutes outdoors. But you know what? If that's a thing you like to do, as I do, you got to just. Be like, I'm gonna. You gotta just do that on your own. Yeah. And the thing is, that element of my smoking experience has been mostly eliminated because I just sneak off to some closet, or Uh, just blow it into my shirt, or wait till nobody is around, or if the you know bosses are out on a Friday, I just sit at my desk and vape. Everybody uh, does this now in the world, and it's so gross to me. It's it's not disgusting. It's not cool like smoking cigarettes in an office would be. Hmm. So. You know, I don't even know how we got started here. I don't know. I think it's just because you were having a bad day, and I was refilling my vape, and you passed the vibe to me. Oh, transference of rage? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just mad at myself. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. I don't like it, so. New Year's resolution, no more vape. That's going to be tough. I got to tell you. Just go back to at that point. I think what I might go to at first have one as a cheeky treat once a week mm, I, i'm really not attracted to the cigarettes i have to tell you even yeah. the i've probably had three cigarettes this year oh and i didn't want them mm. you know i've had one or two with you and that's about it yeah I, I like a cheeky you know 
I don't like them anymore. So I think what I might do if I, I I might just cold turkey it. But if I really feel the need, which I'm certain that I will, mm-hmm. I might get those um, patches, the little snooze pouches. Ew. Because at least you have a habitual thing. The patch thing to me doesn't seem like it would work at all. But maybe eh, you it would. never know. I don't know. I just watched an episode of Friends where Chandler goes back to smoking. And he's smoking in the coffee shop and blah, blah, blah. Talk about a bygone era. Mm. You're looking at late 90s New York going, wow, that was like a thing that was like you fun. could do. And yeah. only your friends would disrespect you for it, but no one else cared. Yeah, that's true. But then they make him get back on the nicotine patch because he's gross. Oh, well. He I makes mean, an elaborate rig in his office so that he can have a lit cigarette in the drawer of his desk that he then pulls out. And uh, every time he takes a drag, he blows into like a, a, a portable fan. And then sprays his mouth with banaca. Ooh, banaca. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a, hmm. Hmm. That's a throwback, too. It's a real time capsule when that wasn't Not looked good. at as a health yeah. hazard so much as I just mean, like it a. It was, but, yeah. you know, it was just like, ooh, d- it, but it wasn't dirty. It was just like, oh, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's fine. Yeah. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. I think I think a, a good, you know, a vice is not bad to have. I think, like, if you don't have any vices, like, you're boring. Sure. Like, because let's just be honest with yourself. What is the one thing that you're like, ooh, I feel fancy and carefree, you know? Yeah. Anyone who doesn't have a fancy and carefree, whether that's like, ooh, I love sneaking a, a cheeky diet Coke or something three times a week. You know. Yeah, but I don't have a problem with vices, man. What I have a problem with is addiction. Oh, yeah. A thing I think about a lot is the health of a, of a society is inversely correlated to how much addiction there is in the society. Oh, America's fucked. Um, at least and, you're not a meth. Well, right. It could be worse. It could always be worse, of yeah. course. But, you know, I, w- I would like to eliminate as many compulsive uh, parts of myself as possible. Mm. I feel like that's the secret sauce. That's real freedom. Freedom sure. of mind and spirit. Yeah, I would like. You don't that. have the monkey. You know, you're just describing the monkey on the back of you know a chemical addiction. Yeah, I don't need yeah. to. I don't need to have a self imposed monkey like that. There's enough monkeys. Life just has a lot of monkeys in it already. So it's a fucking zoo on the shoulders. Yeah, you know. I don't need. Yeah. I don't need little Marcel up there singing. Uh, the shell with shoes. A weemawop in my ear. Oh, what? I'm talking about Friends again. That's a deep cut Friends reference. You Ross has a monkey. Stop watching Friends. No, your brain is rotting watching Friends. Did I tell you that uh, we had started that from the middle, so we watched it until the end, and now we're looping back around, oh starting God. from the beginning. Okay. So I think I'm on around like season two now. Got to get up to season four. I haven't even gotten to we're on a break yet. I've seen none of that stuff. So. <sighs> mm-hmm. Next, you're going to start watching The Office, and then I'm going to have to be like. Okay. No. Someone no. get me the electrical pads and let's uh, let's hook them up. There's a nice slathering of irony on the friends watching. Mm-hmm. At least I can claim is that. Is there? I, I think the soy is quality there? of the office, oh, yes. or like Ted Lasso or something. I mean, I'm no. not into it. I can't do that. No. There's an ironic distance that you can have with friends that you can't really have going back and watching like Michael Schur shows again. They do not hit because Obamner is not the president I, anymore. Mm, mm. I don't think it's that. I think it's just like there's a certain level like schmaltz should have like a pickle or horseradish with it, you know? Yeah. Something to zip, you know, like said it before, like the Diana Vreeland thing of like, you know, everything should could use a dash of paprika, the bitterness, the smokiness. Sure. Exactly. You know? No, that's exactly it. 
and you know, there's a lot of just bitterness in people's lives. You you want to have you want to see that reflected in your media. I think the audience for acknowledged in the your office, media. Yeah. the American office, anyway, was British stuck office in is time. just fucking misery city. I don't know. Uh, people say it's better. I have no investment in either thing. I never even thought the office looked funny. I have to be honest. No, I, I've seen clips boring. from it, and I don't know. I just don't care about it's it. It's LCD sound system. What lowest common denominator? Lowest common oh, denominator. Yeah. You yeah, feel yeah. me? Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's the uh, 2010 version of Ted Lasso. I don't, what the fuck is Ted Lasso? I don't know. It's just a thing that everybody watches. Who are these people? Normal people. Who watches Apple TV? Normal people. Like, you, you know, when you're at the dentist, the assistant that, like, tells you to floss more is watching Ted Lasso when she goes home. Is that why she's so angry and taking it out on my goddamn gums? Well, that and her husband having one too many beers and falling asleep in the recliner for the umpteenth time. Listen, don't talk about me like that and my heterosexual <laughs> wife, Helen. Um, you ask him to take out the trash, and every time this happens. And then she goes out for a cheeky cigarette and thinks about leaving him. With but, curlers in her hair? Yeah. Yeah. But while she's out there, she makes eyes at a young man who looks back at her, and she decides not to do it. You're just describing Desperate Housewives at this point, which I would rewatch that. That seems like fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, or not rewatch, watch. Hmm. I never saw I that. Never saw I have it. no idea about that. Yeah. Miss know there was a hot pool boy. And I was like, ooh, hot pool boy. How fun. Hmm. Yeah. Those those were simpler times when yeah. that was like a top 10 show on a major network. Now, that now you know, you don't need that anymore because you have the real housewives of I whatever guess. city yeah. you prefer. Eh. Even that's just like, I don't know. What's, Jenna Lines is going to pop out her teeth or something as a, as a goof. I did not know Real Housewives update. That uh-huh. Jenna Lyons is a lesbian. Did yeah. you know that? Yeah. So she's the first like out and out claimed tried and true lesbian on the show. Okay. Uh, apparently there has been secret uh, lesbians, secret relationships on the show. One including Denise Richards, who I did not know was a housewife at oh. one point. I don't think we're ever going to see Denise Richards again. What happened to her? That's a line from Lisa Rinna on that show. That's oh. just famous. Okay. okay. Well, yeah, I'm not on the show. You're not. Because I guess she had a secret Lezo relationship yeah, and didn't want it on camera, but it kind of started leaking out. Yeah, Rinna so did. things like this have happened. Yeah. But uh, Jenna Lyons is now on there as an out-and-out lesbian, and she gets horny for people on screen. And oh. it's sort of weird. Ew. I keep wondering, like, how are they going pl- to play this if something goes down? That's, like, sort of not—that's not really within the purview of those shows in my mind. Oh, her and that one girl— uh yeah Becca Bryn Bryn yes 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 how do you know this are you reading about this on your own oh no never mind I'm attached to yeah yeah yes that girl Uh uh-huh because that girl's extra horny and she's got a man though and then it makes I know but she's you know she's willing to do whatever she got a man she already hit on that other lady's husband or whatever at Mm. their vow renewal with no food all right this show can't turn into this yeah no 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 I have have I have highbrow shit to talk about yeah I know you do um I also I did run essentially a 5k on sunday really did the uh, the prospect park loop on ground that's far is more than 5k 5.63 or something you did the whole thing yeah did you run down to the park too or how'd you get down oh fuck there? no we drove um <laughs> yeah. no no lol lol um wow. no did i was really truly living your suburban life I driving was, to the park to i run. was picked up you know alex and her husband and the baby all just you know got in the car and a 10 a.m. on a Sunday morning and just went down to Prospect Park, did a little like half mile walk or no quarter mile walk warm up and then just did the loop. And then I had the like, hi, can you slow down? 
Not me. Everybody saying this. ran together. No, 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 no. Oh, husband and baby did a little walkie walk. Yeah, we did the running. Okay. Um. Apparently, I'm fast now. Well, was this an the kind experienced of... runner? Was like, hey, can you like cool it? Oh, okay. And I was okay. like, I don't know what that means. This is kind of slow for me. I usually sprint for a while. Yeah, I mean, you just want to get that shit over with. Yeah. I would imagine. I'm not interested in running any distance at a slow pace. That just makes it worse. No, it was actually fine. And th- then you realize, oh shit, hills, and you're like, oh right, 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 right. I right, mean, right, we right. were just talking about our vaping addiction, and oh, you're yeah. running five k. How are you even doing that? And then I was immediately hitting, you know, this during cooldown. I was like, jeez. Oh. I mean, were you doing the thing that normal people do, where they run and talk to each other, and you're like, how do you, how do you guys do this every day? We ran. We were. We had a, a good old fashioned, you know, chat throwdown. You did? Yeah. Isn't that like fucking impossible? No. I could never talk to someone and run. When it was hilly, I was like, okay, oh. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's everybody shut up, you know, like. But like for the first half. Wow. For the first mile and a half, you're just like getting in it, getting into some, you know, hardcore shit. This is amazing. I feel like you're a whole new man. I feel like uh, one year ago. I was out until two in the morning. The night, the. Two nights before, oh though. Oh, my God. You know. Balance. Are you, like, on adrenochrome or something? This is I don't like, know. This is, like, things that, like, a 21-year-old says. I mean, I yeah, I was told by, you know, someone, like, how the fuck are you running and lifting and doing all this shit and then slamming, you know, vape shit and then, you know, what? how? How are wow. you this way? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just built different. Yeah, and you work hard. You work late. Yeah. You're running around all the time. By the way, I really enjoy... Maybe... You, will you leave your location on so that next time you're running around Prospect Park, I can watch you creepily? Ew. I like watching you on the location thing oh. and ch- trying to guess which route you're going to take. You put, did you put a timer on or am I you just always watching, sharing location? Because Adam had shared his location for like a year with three of his friends. Well, I realize... I don't know. I think I think I just have mine on for you. I don't. You were the one that requested it for me a few weeks ago. No, I only sh- I only share it for an hour. I was sitting. Oh, maybe then that makes sense because I was. I remember watching your location a couple weeks ago before the podcast. You sent it to me. Yeah. And then the next time I tried to do it, I couldn't do it. So yeah. then I sent you the request tonight. You have to do it not in your Gmail, but with your text. Whatever. I mean, the point You're is doing it wrong. That's I don't. I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind sharing my location. I guess I don't really care. Um, but I like watching you on the map. Why? It's just fun. I got. I like seeing what train station you're at. I'm like, oh, he decided not to get off at Myrtle Broadway. That's unusual. He's going to go to Kosciuszko. Okay. I take the J. And then uh, I like to watch you walk. Zigzag my yeah. way. Yeah. And see how long <clears throat> it's going to take. Yeah. It was fast. The it walking was, was it fast. It was fine. Yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm starting to get over this whole like, commuting thing. I'm already fucking over it. Why don't you just start driving again before they put the uh, the twenty six surge pricing into yeah. into effect? I think parking downtown is a bitch and a half, and I'm I'm not here for it. You know, even though I have the company card now and I can just you know swipe freely, but you know, I know we we've talked about the surge pricing many times, but I was commiserating with a coworker who lives on Long Island and mm-hmm. drives to work most days, and mm-hmm. he's really fucking pissed. I mean, yeah. people are really fucking pissed about this. Yeah, because it's psychotic. And we were on the subway, which is an absolute shit show while we were talking about this, because the UN summit is happening right now, so no one's driving anywhere if they can help it. Nope. Which means the subways are also completely overrun and packed and not working. Oh, is that why they were shitty this morning? Yes. And it's affecting traffic all over the city. Even when I'm on my bike, it's bad. Fucked, yeah. Yeah, everything sucks. And we were on the subway, both pissed, on a very packed train, showed up late, 
you know, he's got already like a two hour commute. Mine's over an hour. We're just like, you know, fuck this. I would rather drive. But now we're not going to be able to you drive. You couldn't cross fucking First Avenue. And we have to take these shitty subways that don't work when people use them. Yeah. So now more people are going to use them and they're not going to work. Yeah. And then it's going to cost you fucking $30 to go to work. That's crazy. This whole thing's crazy. I mean... New York is run so poorly. It's run... You know, like the monkeys and typewriters analogy of, like, eventually you got Shakespeare? Like, monkeys with typewriters, like, you know, people have been locked in a room doing this for, like, a hundred years. Yeah. It doesn't get better. No. Yeah. Meanwhile, Eric Adams is like, oh, we're really... We're having a war on rats, so all businesses have to put their garbage into cans. Stupidest shit in the world. But it's like... Maybe that'll help, but I don't really think that's the major like no. rat problem. Is the rats getting in the trash? I mean, some of it, Maybe. but it's just like all these little all these little solutions that are just punishments for people that can't really afford it yeah. that don't have the like uh, intended effect. I can't stand it. It really pisses me off. Have I told you about what's going on at my subway station near home? So it's an L train. What the fuck? This this station has no station agent, so there's no MTA employee down there. It's just two turnstiles, and you go and you get on. For months, basically since I've moved in, the Omni thing doesn't work. Oh, um, it's questionable whether the card reader, Metro card reader, sometimes works, works and sometimes doesn't. So after a short time of this, just being like that and never getting fixed everyone's just jumping people just prop the. we can't jump because it's one of the tall turn styles that's like you know oh, offense swirly. to the yeah. ceiling mm-hmm. so you can't jump it um there's a way you gotta do there's the an emergency back, exit people just prop it open people just prop it open and everybody'd been going for free and this went on for you know a month and a half like basically no one was paying for the subway for that long finally they must have caught wind of it or whatever but you know what the mta does rather than fix the fucking turnstiles that don't work they pay two MTA employees overtime to stand down there all day and night and block the door and make sure that no one opens it. And when the Omni thing inevitably doesn't work, they say you need to buy a Metro card. And when the Metro card thing doesn't work, they say you need to buy a single ride ticket. So every time I go to that subway... So what does a single ride ticket do? You give it to them? Some No. Somehow it magically works, but the other two things don't. Hold that doesn't it. make any fucking sense. It and it costs more. It doesn't make any sense. So what happens is in the morning when it's busy, there's a line up the stairs because so many people are trying and failing, having to buy cards. There's only one machine down there. So you will miss two, three trains in a row waiting to get through the fucking door because they're paying people OT rather than fix the fucking thing. That's more expensive. Now, of course it is. And now I got some intel from somebody else who talked to one of the MTA employees who was rudely blocking the door and was like, what the fuck is going on here? Apparently, the contract with the Omni people, it, it, part of it is that only they can fix it. Yes. The MTA can't fix it. Yeah. So the MTA puts in a ticket with OmniCorp or whoever the fuck, yeah. you know, neoliberal app with eight people but working here's the at thing. it. Omni runs the London subway system. Which seems to work fine. It works great. Did you ever have a problem? No, I mean, granted, we weren't there that long. I'm sure people do, but it doesn't seem. Once like you it. learned, like, oh, just tap or slap yeah. your card down, and it was fine. Mm-hmm. Versus the stupid fucking tickets, different issue. But like, you know, if that's what we're doing, then do it. Yeah. Rip out all the shits. Get rid of the thing that has shitty Wi-Fi because everything's under a fucking bunker. Exactly. And figure it the fuck out. I just don't understand this. So they can't get anyone to fix it. The MTA puts in a ticket with this corporation. 
and they fix That's it. That's 48 hours later. At their discretion, which apparently is never, because this has been going on for, you know, what what is it now? Second September? Second. For four months. Yeah. And it's not being fixed. So this is where we're at. You know, everyone that says that cities are hellholes is absolutely correct. I'm full, I am fully in support of everyone should just have cars. We should turn this into L.A. Fuck it. Oh, no I don't problem. care. Get rid of the goddamn subways. Get rid of all the city bikes. Get rid of all the buses. I don't give a fuck. If you don't have a car, fuck you. I don't care. Let's talk about... Hold on. Hold on. Let me... Let everyone me just, should drive everywhere. No. Here's the At reason. At least you can listen to your own music Here's and Here's the reason why no. Saturday. Walking around the city. Yeah. Let me tell you. The amount of bridge and tunnel fuckery, Long Island fuckery, those people cannot drive. That's They're true. too aggressive in a place where you're like, how about you just take it slow? Yeah, a little patience. Go with the flow. Let the flow like get into a rhythm, and they're like, "I don't have fucking rhythm. I gotta go back to my, I gotta go to Manhattan or whatever the fuck, you know, Ronkonkoma is, you know, forty five minutes away, yep. and I gotta go down the expressway." Like, cool your shit. Maybe don't blow the light on Houston <laughs> because there's jackhammering happening on the on literally inches from where people are walking because they didn't block off any sort of walkway, so you're stepping over and into a work site to cross it. Yeah, to cross Bowery. And people are just, like, psychotically blowing through shit. Idiots on city bikes, the electric city bikes, who don't know how to use them, are zipping all over the place oh, in yeah. large throngs. Oh, yeah. On busy, like, car streets that you're like, you don't ride bikes on Houston. You fucking moron. I mean, if you're going to or if you have to, you better just treat yourself like a car. Yeah, that's what I do when I have to be on those. That's streets. different, but you like, wait at the lights. Like and most shit. people yeah. would like do the thing of like, let me get off of this and like take a like side street. Yeah, you know, pick the next one that does what you want to do, so you're not just like fucked. Um, those people are psychotically running around. Then you have revel people, just like yeah, clearly gonna die because they're like, I saw the Italian job, I know what a fucking Vespa is, and they don't. Yeah, and they're giving themselves head lice. Oh God. Those helmets are not cleaned. No, I know. I didn't even think about that. I also thought for a second that you were referring to the Revel car share now because you can just like oh, yeah. rent a well, car for a few hours yeah, or whatever. Sure, whatever. Those people suck too because they never drive. They don't in know New how York. to drive. Yeah. So and they're driving the smallest cars known to man. The number of times, look, I I get it. Driving in New York is a difficult task, and sometimes you get stuck in a crosswalk or in the middle of an intersection. Sometimes there's no. Or helping. you know what you're doing and you just fucking handle it. But sometimes, if you're paying attention to the light cycles. And you just have been in this traffic a bunch of times, you know. You wait it out. Okay. It's a yellow light. If I shoot it, I'm going to end up in the intersection. Yeah. Or if I shoot it, I'm going to be blocking all the pedestrian traffic. So you don't shoot it. Yeah. The, you know what the Revel cars don't know is any of that. Yeah. The number of times I've seen them create a butterfly effect that I'm sure is backing Fucking traffic hand. up as far as 16 like, blocks. Uh, you know, Weehawk in New Jersey <laughs> is yeah. like a Revel car, it's always a blue car. And it's some well, they don't understand. The it's idea some of, like, woman on the way back from Home Depot, like, oh my god, uh, people are honking at me. Yeah, bitch, get out of the box. And it's like, it says don't block the box. You know, delivery from IKEA is like fifty bucks. I know you have the money. This car cost more than that. Yeah, I know you wanted to like have a day out or whatever, and you know, girl, get the meatballs and have that shit shipped. Go to L and M Spumoni Gardens while you were down there or oh, whatever. God. But I'm sorry, this is not this is not for you. No, why don't we put this away and get the the burly men. Get a task rabbit and hire delivery. What the fuck? Yeah, get You're the really burly men that live in Ronkonkoma to come and bring this to you. You're really going to spend, you know, four hours with an Allen wrench putting together a billy? No, that's the thing. You're also getting Becky. the task rabbit. I know you're getting the task rabbit. Yeah. 
I know you don't know how eventually. To do this. Yeah, you're gonna get home and it's gonna you're gonna think, oh, they always include the Allen wrench, and then you're gonna magically see the instructions where it says drill, and, and you're, you're gonna like, go, oh, yeah, Evan, do you have a drill? Can we put this together? And he's gonna be like, shut up, I'm playing Counter Strike. The fuck is I know that's what's okay. gonna happen, you know. So anyway, sorry. This is a lot of rage. This has been twenty five minutes of rage. I, when I tell you the level, the level of <laughs> boiling over that I was at at three p.m. today, I was ready to start throwing things. Like was on the verge of crying out of rage. Mm. That's not a good feeling. No, we don't like crying out we, of rage. No, no, no. And I was like. Mm. I got my 5K in. You haven't I found g- a closet and a pillow to like scream into yet? You used to have that. Walls are thin. Can't do it. Oh, no. I got a, you know, a closet full of cashmere, but ooh, those walls are thin. Well, next time you get to the end of a quarter and you have some surplus budget, you should I'm gonna invest put some in some sound soundproofing. Per- yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And I'll be like, this is our quiet zone. Yes. Um, That's very loud when you're in You've it. You've now entered a quiet zone. <laughs> <laughs> quiet to the outside, but inside just like fucking ripping shit. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh yeah, so I I've been I was on a ra- I I calmed down. I just was like I had to you know, self-soothe, you know. Oh yeah. I just talk I was like I can do, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything is fine. Yeah, you got to self-soothe. Everyone else can eat every dick. Mm-hmm. But I'll be okay. Nice. You know. Um either way, whatever. Um what else? You you got got anything before we? Launch, I know I don't really. Like, I'm I'm an empty I'm an empty vessel tonight. I feel. Uh, I have one more thing to complain about then. Oh, okay. And then we can get into Go it. Go ahead. Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Ever been? Sure. Gross. The whole neighborhood? Yeah. I mean, Hate it's it. not that bad. Yeah. Gays and Hell Hell's Kitchen gays. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've been yeah. to a gay bar in Hell Ki- Hell's Kitchen before. Oh, but it was kind of yeah, a nice experience. The, you've never been to a birthday party. Well, yeah. A gay birthday party in Hell's Kitchen. Sure. $31 for two drinks. Well, I'm you know, I'm sorry you're not like a regular everywhere. You can't be a regular everywhere. I know. You know what but I mean? But like, you know, it's just weird. It's kind of like a zoo cuz it's just like a lot of like old wrinkly men like trying to hit on like tweakers and I'm like mm, tweaky twinks. Well, to like, me it seems like, like it. a weird zone because uh what's it called? Just not the World Trade Center, the new the new buildings. That are right over there. The new buildings that look like Dubai and ha- have an Apple store in them and have the sculpture that oh, where that people thing? kill themselves. Yeah, yeah. Hudson Yards. Yeah, yeah. That's it's kind close. of like it's also a theater district. It's like it's those kind of like fags, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Just like the, the amount of caucasity. I was like, you know, I'm white, but goddamn, y'all, y'all doing it too much. I feel like Hell's Kitchen is the lower east side for people that live on the upper west side for pmcs if that makes for sense for pmc yes. it's like yeah, oh I, this is like the t- cool hip trendy neighborhood and it's like it was they're like we're cool we're hip we're young and i'm like you all look like you just walked out of a target yeah, yeah. and you think you have taste and actually you don't mm-hmm. you work for a startup or an insurance company and you're all wearing the same fucking like rayon shirt and it makes you look like you're ikea checkout workers okay oh, yeah. brutal Yes, I would like a bag. It's fine if it costs 15 cents. If it's cents. 15 cents, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Brendan, yes. throw my shit in there. Oh, I have to bag it myself? That's the first time you've you know told anyone that. <laughs> oh, boy. Sorry. Anyway, so that was... Okay, so Hell, Hell's Kitchen, stay away from it, folks. It You know, we need Daredevil back to clean up those streets. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I always wish that I might somehow have to be a little homophobic about it, but you know. Well, oh jeez, <laughs> homophobic Daredevil. That's a that's a great. That's you a great pitch inversion. That to to, to uh, what you know, like Marvel, Matt, Dark whatever the fuck, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So tell me about the art shows that you saw. I'm jealous yeah, I saw because a lot. Yeah. I, I intend to see everything that's up because there's there's quite a bit there's of There's so much good. Yeah. Quite a bit of at least interesting, if not good, stuff up. Uh I don't know if I'm gonna have time though, but I just take a day. Take a Saturday. Just do it. I might take a I Saturday morning. You if you go early, you can crank it out. Uh, if you go to Chelsea, it only takes like an hour and a half. Ah, but there's commuting and all that. That's beside the point. What what I want to hear about is your uh, reminiscences and memories of things. That right. You saw. Okay. So you know, started got to slam a bagel real fast. You know, go to that brook, Brookie Bagels. Well, of that. course, we can't forget to mention the food element. Yeah, of, of any course. You know. Sojourn. Yeah. That's beyond you know, green market. Duh. Or whatever the hell's around yeah. here. Um, what kind of bagel did you get? Everything untoasted, bacon scale, and cream cheese, duh. Oh, you're an untoasted guy? I don't know if I knew that. Do you go on and off with this? When I was younger, it'd be toasted, but in my old age, I just want to get out of there. Yeah, also, I mean... I also, I think, you. like, don't be a bitch. I just get untoasted eat. bagels the way to go. Just, yeah, if you toast it, you lose the toothiness. Anyway, moving on. Okay. Um, you need the chew. Um, when Ron was in town, I got a bacon scallion bagel for the first time in a long time. Not from... Mm. That place, but it was quite good. Knickerbocker bagels. Shout out. Mm. Yeah. Just blend it yourself and add club soda, and apparently it's the same. Club soda? That's how the whippiness in the air gets in all the thick ones. Really? Yeah. Okay. Let's just shove that in the food processor and call it a day. Hmm. Anywho, um, so it started off, I just was like, I don't know, like, we're 24th, let's just go up to 26th, see what's going on, see what is happening at Green Naftali. They're installing, I say, fuck it, turn around. And apparently I missed... A Joan Semmel show, according to Alan. Where's there a Joan Semmel show at the Alexander gallery Gray. next door? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, I don't care. Um, I think it's also fine to miss that. Do you like Joan Semmel's work? I don't know who Joan. I think I know who Joan Semmel is. But Do you like, remember in Robert Gober's "The Heart Is Not a Metaphor"? There was that room that was other people's work, and he curated it, and it was maybe like five things. Um, Joan Semmel is a. What's her thing? underknown painter from the 70s and 80s that did like um coloristic but sort of philip perlstein-esque fleshy bodies they're usually like um she did the big nudes heavily cropped so they almost look like abstractions a lot of like foreshortening a lot of torso a lot of foreshortening yeah to me to me yeah the shtick is like fine if that's your thing if you're in undergraduate with anorexia that isn't that interested in jenny seville maybe you check out joan semmel <laughs> jesus fucking christ read it to phil god damn hold on let me just joan semmel you'll know it as soon as you see it i promise um, I mean, who cares? I, this is not for me. Um, when, I, when, I, I will say, at. I will yeah. say this about Joan Semmel. I think it, her work in in group shows, much like the Gober example, um, when it's put in a context with other things, it can look really good. I'm actually not sure that you would gain much from seeing more than a few of those. Oh yeah, at this one, one at the Brooklyn Museum is like the one. Yeah, the that's great, a famous one. Yeah, the, they're you're right. They're usually like sort of sickly. Not the greatest color. painting of a dick I've ever seen. I don't care. 
I mean, they, you know, they just sort of are what they are. I don't think they change their content from painting to painting very yeah, it's much. What, it's whatever. I'm, so. not, I'm not here for it. Didn't see it. Don't care. Moving on. So, you know. You well, you, we don't got to rush through this. We've got a half hour. So I I'm going to deliver whatever comes to my head about every single thing you say. But, you know, like, I was, uh, you know, I was on a mission. There was two things that I wanted. I was like, got to see it. You know, we're going to go to the GOAT. We're going to Charlene, you know. CVH, you got to see it. Like, it's good. You forget that she's so good at what she does. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and it's kind of like, oh, it's kind of like kind of the same. But then there's like little like thing painter things that you're like, oh, you are really good at that. Like there's a painting that's got all these weird little like tropic kind of things going on. Um, and like there's like a kind of like a flower print that looks like wallpaper like running up it. And then you look closer and you're like, oh, every this entire thing is divided into, you know, tape with stripes but there's one thing happening in each alley and then sometimes the alleys bleed together and it's this kind of like full like chorus of like an abstraction and you're like oh that's a weird move hmm. it's an ugly painting but it's an interesting like idea of how to work through and i you know a process or something i don't know it was i was like this is a maybe a bad painting or the greatest painting i'm not sure um yeah wait let's let's dwell on charlene von heil for a second i'm sure you'll have more to say but uh, two two things that oh i I did i saw an image of this painting. yeah okay um that is nice though it is ugly it's jolie lod like pretty ugly you know like it's it's weirdly like like p and d yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's strange but um overall two things did you read the new critics corner update that includes charlene von heil nor okay so this I guess it was like a week ago already, at least. I mean, he he did this as soon as all these shows opened. But um, he made an interesting point. He gave her kind of a middling review that hmm. just said, like, uh, you know, Charlene Van Heil's like, in so many words, like, undeniably, like, influential and a very good painter. But this, the whole, like, I don't have a style, so I, you know, remix other things to make, like, these really unique paintings. It, it In a way, it's run kind of dry and becomes a style in spite of itself yeah but we know that uh, yeah of course I, I i agree with that assessment that you you know people should go and read it because he's more articulate than i am but um i think that's kind of an interesting point because i had been thinking recently especially after i saw some images of the current show and thinking about the last show i saw of hers it was probably it was four or five years ago already last show was bad I, I just kept thinking, like... Last show at Old Petzl was bad. Something about this feels dated to me. Her work doesn't have a timeless quality that certain paintings that I really admire have. I'm like, this work does feel mired in the early 2000s and 2010s. It doesn't seem to escape that. Like, there's there's something about certain... Just certain forms and certain colors that are defaults for her that are like, yeah, okay, this was new and fresh for a time, but like, you need to advance your language a little bit. I'd be curious to see the show in person, because I agree, I'm picking up what you're throwing down in terms of like, the paintings might not be that appealing as like gestalt, but they always have interesting moments, which they always do. Like, that's the part that I think that is like, maybe a, a miss, you know, on Mr. Tattle's, you know, assessment based on what you just said. Like, if you're a, if you're a like strategy painter, you're interested in it, you know, like because she's the best at that, you know, like there's no one like, you know, she, she 
is a moves gal to the core, right? Like she's like, how many moves to make it, you know? And some of them get a, get a little baroque, you know, and it's a little too much. And you go, girl, walk it back. Like, what the fuck is this? Did we really need to do the guitar charcoal drawing on the faux painter's tape? No. Is that painter's tape done fucking impeccably? Yes, and it's so good to see. Like, I was just like, oh, sometimes you just want to see someone so good at it do it because there's so many riffs on it that are bad. Yeah. That you're like, oh, the maestro is really good, you know? Yeah, you, like, can't, Lydia, you can never take that away from don't her. Don't dethrone Lydia Tarr this way. You know, like, it's not right. Right. And then she kind of did, like, two, like, Tama App-style ones, and I was like, girl, lose it. Um those one was called Joan and it had like this like Bob haircut thing on a green background. And it kind of looked like there's a, you know, uh, mad men. Joan wears that green dress with the huge tits. Yeah. Yeah. And the bo- and I was like, okay, that's a one-to-one that's funny for you. Weird. Yeah. And like, I like that you're trying to hide all the work, but like, maybe don't show that. Like just keep that hid. Uh, well, it sounds like, you know, I'm, I'm like amalgamating a little bit of Sean, what, what Sean Tuttle said with what I also think, which is like the whole shtick that she's doing, right, is like basically through like a pretty organic process of like pastiche and intuition, you build up a painting that has like something emergent about it where it looks really intentional, but it was really just like experimentation the right. whole time. And like whatever, like, sort of emergent signifiers like the form that you're describing that reminds you of Joan or whatever like emerge from the painting like that has to work in a way where like it doesn't feel like you just looked at an image and then kind of reduced it in the way that so many abstract painters do it does have to like grow organically from the process itself such that you don't um you don't I don't know. You don't feel like the play is lost like or something, and yeah. it doesn't feel like abstraction. It feels like like somewhere between like a, a language yeah. and um, mm-hmm. just a painting. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's semantic in a way, or I'm syntactic. Gonna show you, in a yeah, way. I'm going to show you this painting, which crisps up because Apple fucks everything. I up. thought that one looked good on online. Yeah. Here's the thing: it looks very different in person. In a way that I'm like, oh, it looks really cool and crisp and like digitized in a, you know a jpeg when you look at it it's kind of hazy like it's really hard to focus on it because of the surface of the canvas mm-hmm. like and like because it's mostly like wet wet drippy terpy yeah and like there's some rigidity like it snaps into focus on a camera but like the process of looking at it is very hazy yeah which like i w- who knows what the, the press release was you know quotes from whatever the fuck so her work shouldn't even really have it you know it's just like hey come see it you know whatever yeah um but this one i was like oh like this is why like even the thing with the the tape stripes and it's like kind of an ugly painting like but like the process of being present with them is really important and seeing like oh my eyes are doing some weird shit with that like it's it becomes a like hey yes you can do those icon image paintings where it's like that's a charlene like it's branded but then there's these other ones where the move is like hey by the way, I'm really good at making an experience too. Yeah, and sure. you're like, ooh, that's new. Yeah, I, I think, I think one thing just off the top of my head that might benefit her in the long run is that, like, right now, this show and the last show, she seems to have a fascination with like um, 
uh, ugliness with like weird browns and like sort of bad gestures like uh, in a way it's like a return to the roots of like being taught by albert classic and all dusseldorfian like, yeah fuckery. yeah but maybe an expansion of reference points like she uses cubism a lot she's into one right. and like fineinger and like it really and uses pattern a lot. Like I would like to see like like the first Marfa paintings were very minimal and very like some of those are know, really nice. Those are really beautiful. There's like yeah. the one that's on the cover of the ICA catalog that's essentially like a one move yeah. black gesture that kind of looks like a tree. Right, is really effective. Some of her smaller paintings are really effective in this way too. Well, this is this is why the show is great. It's a wall of small paintings too. Yeah, I saw and that. Like you I can't don't know. see them up close online, but there's a big salon style wall. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, like, that I was kind of like, oh, this is like a, it's an entree into, like, her thought process, right? So, you know, and how how paintings start, how it generates, what, like, the test process in, in that is necessary to make a big thing. Right. So, like, if you combined half of them and then, you know, split it in half, you'd have one big painting. Right, right, right. But altogether, you're like, what the fuck? You just these are sketches, and it's like, oh yeah, of course I can't. I don't know how to draw, like I don't know how to make drawings as a practice. But like her thing is like, I don't know. I got to deal with the whole idea, like you know, stretcher and canvas and all that bullshit. Right. And you're like, oh, same problem. Love that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I remember seeing a whole set of her prints at one point that incorporated like photographic imagery that were really interesting. They were like a little more Rauschenbergy. Like, I guess I guess what I'm getting at here is that I I think. Uh, it would be interesting to see her like, hey, let's like put down the Picasso book for a second yeah. and put down the Albert Olin vibe for a second. And like, let's pretend that you cared about uh, literally being so random. Like, let's pretend you cared about Monet and Roy Lichtenstein for one painting. Well, that, like, that, what would that look that's like? That's what the, you know? the Wall of Littles actually shows. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Um, And, you know, like that printing thing that I showed you, that wallpapery one, I was like, oh, that's like the clearest evidence of you and Chris Wool together. It was like that flower print like, has yeah. that blocky thing. I was like, wow, that's like a first admission. Yeah, true. You know, like, oh, you married a dingling. You know, the man can't speak in public, but like, yeah, you're fucking him. You know, like... It's it's kind of like Roberta and Jerry. Like you're both like acknowledge, acknowledging like you know, God forbid Roberta ever be like, oh, I'm married to that fucking moron, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Like like I saw it and was like, oh, there's biography in it all of a sudden, you know, very interesting way. Right. Um, but what you said a while back about like oh it feels like you know, ten years ago or whatever. I got in trouble, or not in trouble. I was chastised. About like the pithy thing of Wade's feels like 2014 all over again. Oh, really? Yeah, this is a post you made on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I remember this. Yeah, and it was. And I was like, you know, because I was seeing like so at Pache for Schnabel. Oh, yeah, of course. Which we'll get to it, and then second floor is Jules de Valencourt. And I was yeah, like, whoa, Jules what a name! Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, I haven't heard of that name in 84 years. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and I was like, whoa, these are painted just like it's 2005 that's all a pretty over good, again. That's a pretty good whoa. meme. You should, you should make that Obi-Wan Kenobi meme. Jules de Valencourt, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. And send that to Art Review Power or whatever, you know? Oh, no, it was I like can't believe Titanic somebody lady. hasn't come up with that already. Titan- oh, you're talking about Titanic Lady. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um... 
you know, and then you get to that and you're in April Gornick had a show and you're like, what the fuck is going on in here on this day? You know, like, and who's this person like Chase Ford? Do you know this person? I don't. There's like five shows of Chase Ford and I'm like, who is Chase Ford? This is Chase Dreams. This is the other two guy. Like, hmm. what are we doing? Um, Chase Ford just sounds like a pump and dump scheme name, like yeah. along the lines of the zombie formalist painter. Speaking of 2014, yeah, I, was like, well, I was like, I don't know. What it's the like fuck our, that is. Your, Lucian Smith, Chase Ford, and boop at Sotheby's. Oops, it only fetched 50K. Well, speaking of, Boop <laughs> Boop had words for me on Instagram saying like, hey, I don't want to be an asshole, but that's really reductive. And I was like... About Guyton? When I said like, oh, it feels like 2014. That's I was a like, little defensive. I was like, I just mean like these this collection of what I've been seeing. I'm like, it feels like 10 years ago. Yeah, like, I mean, to, yeah. Like the cycle has finally like totally, gone through totally. and, and aligned in a way that like, oh, these people were all showing at the same time. Like... You know, like this, you know, was a moment. Oh, it's like, but come like, on. Was, how could you not take that as like a the lighthearted, like obvious truth that it is? I, I'm so like, sorry, but that's also just like it, that, it that is. feels reductive. I'm like, oh, wait, hold. On. Oh no, I was lazy, and I'm like, it's an Instagram post. It also, matter. I'm not a fucking yeah. critic. I don't give a shit. Uh, I thought it was funny because it's fucking. It's just true. Like no matter how you feel about it, like that could be my favorite artist in the world. Yeah. If if I if there was a Jasper John show at Matthew Marks and I was like all goo goo gaga. Yeah. And then somebody was like, "This fucking feels like 1971." I wouldn't. No, it's fun. I wouldn't comment on it. I'm having a goof. Yeah, I'm who, having a good time. Who cares? Because also, like, as uh, Warner was, uh, what's his face, German photographer man. German photographer man. I know that doesn't narrow it down. Not really. Gay. Hujar? No. No. No, that's no. Had the MoMA show. Oh, Wolfgang Tillman. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Like, you know, well, he's every three years. You've got to try to favorite faggy photographer. But, you know, it was like, hey, oh, man, it feels like... Speaking of, t- of Instagram posts, it's really nice to sell them for six figures I mean, mm, in editions of five or whatever. Like, yeah. you're making money hand over fist every time he, like, shits out some ink jets. Some stupid Polaroid. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, you know, like, it did feel like that. I was like, ooh, this feels like the same vibe. Like, we're all, like, thinking, no, of, come thinking on. about abstraction I mean, Seriously, again, when, you're, like when you're running... Tobiki Dory? Like, come on. That's the name I have When we're running down, like, April Gornick, Julian Schnabel, Wade Guyton, Wolfgang Tillman, Charlene Von Heil, it's like, guys... It's the greatest hits. It's grad school nostalgia for a yeah. certain generation of people. <laughs> Let's be honest. Thank you so much. There's okay. no way around that. Duh. Okay, great. I'm not fucking... So- I was like... I don't think I don't I, think I don't think I'm being crazy. Thank you so much. Um, sorry, We've been a little bit nasty if, about it, so I apologize if anybody hears this. But like, honestly, come on, just oh yeah, I don't mean to be mean, but yeah. I was like, I don't need to be called out on a stupid joke. Come on, like, let's be real. Also, that show was cringe. Get over it. Guyton um, show. It was so bad. It, I mean, I'm not gonna. I don't know. I I didn't. Donald see Trump it. indicted. New York Times shift. He print. did that his last show. He had more New York Times covers in it. They suck. Are you kidding me? There was one really great move. I'll give it this. So wow. like there's one where like it's just like a full pull and it's like in green and cyan and it looks and you know it's like an inkjet like struggling like print situation but it looks like the flames like that were used, you know, 20 years ago, 15 yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So I was like that's a really cool like that's a callback if you know, you know. Well, and because there was f- no flame shit at all in the show. So I was like, "Oh, this is just a print thing doing a flamey my favorite thing about Wade Guyton that the Whitney show did very well, largely because it was older work, I think. That was 2014. Thank you so is, much. Is um, the seeing Wade Guyton's work in person is really important because it can really get lost in reproduction how painterly those works are. He does a really good job with what is 
the services you know, are really the understood yeah. as a cold and impersonal tool of making it a painterly device. Like I do like admire him for that. His shtick that he invented is a good one. And him getting longevity out of it, I have no problem with. It's just that his his constant, um, well, his the politic thing is just that downfall is tragic. But then the constant self referencing of like pictures of the studio, pictures of a like chair, that. pictures yeah. of my own sculpture. It's like you break it up a little bit. Also, Let's, like get over yourself. I don't need this fucking ego in this way. The the, the innovation of taking a printer and making it a a brush into a gestural device. Let's focus on that a little bit more. And the one that, that I don't know if you posted it or if I saw it somewhere else, but the one that you're referring to that is the pole that kind of looks like looks like flames, but it's like brightly colored. You yeah. know, it's like this is cool. This is a good use of this process. Of this it incidentally technique. references other work. And you know, I don't know what the ins and outs of his studio practice are, but it's like, hey, the Epson ninety six hundred was a big deal when it came out, but that's an old ass printer now. Maybe you find a new one that uses different inks or something and you kind of like innovate. Also, if I'm seeing the back of these Simon Lou stretchers, I'm like, God, this is just money. And like, also, you know guys, the clever hanging thing of like let's cool just it. Who yeah. stop it. You make you make paintings. Is it twenty fourteen again where we think this is cool? I, I mean it's just what purpose does that serve? I don't get it. Maybe that makes me dumb. And then you I think people that would defend it would say you're you, just dumb. But you then don't you have to like enough. then you have to snake it and you walk it and you're like, is this a retrospect? What the fuck are we doing? Like I don't I don't know. Like and but it just seems like a way of avoiding the fact that your paintings cannot hold a wall as paintings because it's a dumb picture of a New York Times. Like I hate it. I'm so, so I'm so stupid. sorry, but that is the worst art of all time. It was, I was like, this is cringe because you're just like, ooh. ooh. I don't know, and and it's like it's a little. It's just like Hillary 2016. What the fuck are we Jesus doing? Like, Christ, I know. girl, get over it. Like, history happened already. Why are you trying? Why are you dwelling? You know, and that's it's maybe because it sells to people. Dinglings, but like. Maybe that's maybe the reason why I was like, ooh, feeling like 2014. It feels like dwelling. I'm like, remember the greatest hits when life was good? And it's like, well, you have a whole different world. A lot of you, like, double down on buying, like, some shitty figurative bullshit Nicholas Party. Like, what the fuck is that at Hauser and Worth? Oh, we love chalk shit that looks like Germanic portraiture. Eat a dick. Who cares? Like, that is dumb. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think there's something larger about this, like, 2014 vibe. It's like, it, it in your, 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 getting towards it right now which is like obviously the last couple of years really since 2016 let's draw the line there it, it, largely to do with politi- 2018 Meh, maybe i don't know it's largely to do with like you know the art world being really conformist in terms of like what is allowed to be presented as like critical or like justice oriented harder whatever you want to say however you want to say that part that's part of it the other part of it is it's clearly been, like, kind of stagnant and, like, not that interesting. Like, younger artists haven't really achieved, like, levels of prominence that even 10, 15 years ago they could have. Or if they're young, they're just doing, like, stuff that is old-looking. Yes. Just, but in their otherness, they're, you know, whatever, whether it's, like, a Benetton situation or you're, like, you know, faggy painting. Like, whatever it is, like, it's and, still, like, an old modernist model that is not that useful for generative I thought i don't even know if it's modern it's just an old model and yeah. it, it, and it's just uh it's nostalgia it, like in the in the literal sense of like you know you're just recreating nicole eisenman or you're just recreating auto dicks that one, or you're that just, one guy at the met 
well, the, Salmon Tour. Like, what the fuck is that? That's just Nicole Eisenman doing it, but you're like Gagan Brown instead of a lesbian white. Right. Like, what the f- that's not that many steps removed. And I think it dovetails with the political point in the sense that, like, I think the winds on that are obviously shifting just overall. I think even, the well isn't that deep. There. I think even collectors are tired of it. I think everybody's tired of it because there's only so many press releases you shit. can put out about the identity of somebody before that becomes really stale. Yeah. And if that's the only avenue towards content, and in, in the meantime, you're making like really uh, bad, reductive. Uh, rehashy art. Yeah, you know who can do it? Kara. So th- I think that the the art world, in a way, is kind of trying to reset by going back to before that moment right. and saying, like, remember all of these people? Because they were, like, innovative in a way that wasn't reliant on identity. Yeah. Um, that's separate from the point of whether or not any of this work is good. Right. It's just to say that I think that's clearly true, that there was, like, uh, a more holistic and, like, collective understanding of what, like, progress meant at that time. And if that's something that is valuable to you, you're going to reset at that moment. Not right. to mention that that stuff is marketable and its, it's value easy. has only it's gone easy up. And you, if you want to print money, you can yeah. get that shit out. Like the reason why I said like, oh, if you want to like look at someone who does anything related to identity, well, it's like Kara Walker's great because she's like having fun with it. And it's like, yeah, it's the same thing, but like, yeah, she's going to move move through different things and I, th- I think carol walker just struck at a time when that sensibility of of leaning so hard into your identity was like kind of a unique thing yeah. that maybe like needed to be said the early 90s also she's like having goofs in it so you're like Ooh, maybe goof, she maybe you know? she's having fun with it but even her it's like think about like the the show that you know jerry salt shit his pants about during the 2016 election where she made these really like fast giant charcoal drawings it's like that didn't seem fun to me. That seemed That's a little town crier. It seemed tortured. Yeah, it seemed tortured in a way that was performative, and it seemed, um, frankly, like lazy and didactic. It's not very good to just do illustrations of political cartoons. Right, that's yeah. not interesting to anybody. This is why you know, again, the, and it the doesn't hold thing, up I was over like, time. That's cringe. Like we're just illustrating. Like oh yeah, we'll report. Who fucking cares? I, like it was. Yeah. But there's a lot he does that isn't current. I don't know. And there's a lot about his presentational strategies that I think could be different. I think him showing it Matthew Marks is very strange. Weird. I, I yeah. think that I think in a way it's very positive for him. I think it represents like his you know, his saintliness, his canonization. I um, guess, but which I, it I, also I, just shows that Petzl's cheap and doesn't want to deal with like higher end collectors, but that's a different issue. Uh, maybe I don't know. I mean, I I do think Matthew Marks is a is a particular kind of dealer with particular kinds of clients. It's interesting to me. The choice is interesting yeah. to me. I don't know anything about it from the inside, but um, I wonder how that happened. Yeah, like frankly, I think it's peculiar. Yeah, I don't think his work is what I think of when I think of their program at all. No, 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 no. It kind of it kind of is, but like it it was truly just like if Petzl had like fourteen shows. You know, that's why if it's 2014 and it's Petzl, it's like, yeah, CVH and Wade, same gallery yeah. forever. Um, let's let's talk about a fun show real fast. Sure. Jack Pearson at Listen. Dicks everywhere. F- fun for mm. everyone. But also like an archive of like thing like images that he shot many years ago, images that he looks at. Like it was very fun. Like title stupid. But like. Is what this a fun the show. guy? I don't know who this is, to be honest. He does with those you. like a lot of like text things with old signs. This is the guy that had a show on the Lower East Side not that long ago that everyone was shitting a brick about. 
I have no idea. I don't know how to oh, maybe navigate not. the Lower East Side. Um, it was fun. It was yeah. just a good fun. Like you walk by and you're like, "Ooh, that's a penis. Let's go in." You know, like have fun. You know, yeah. When, when you know, boyfriend is like, "Ooh, is that a penis?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's go." Um, <laughs> you know, fun for all. And I'm like, I'm not thinking about it. And he's just like, "Dicks, dicks, 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 dicks." And he finally notices that there's a gallery tent and goes, "Oh shit." Um. I was like, fine, who cares? Uh, went into learning Gustin, don't know whose show it was, wasn't labeled, and went, all right, whatever. Um, strange, very strange. It was mm. just a title of show, and I didn't know who it was. Are you sure it wasn't a group show? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Very weird. Um, what else? What else we got here on this day? I'm trying to think what else was fun. Well, I think there was a lot that wasn't open while you were there that uh, I would be interested in seeing, like Katie Noland making new work oh, yeah. for the first time Weird. in a while. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, she had a show in 2021. I don't, I don't think know. it was in New York, though. Yeah. I think it was in Germany or something. But she's been making new work after two decades off, which is weird. She out of money? She out of daddy's money? Yeah, probably. I don't know. Now? Oh, let's talk There's about There's Ashley Bickerton. That was weird. Yeah. I did like the paintings. The blur paintings. Blur yeah. with the little eye dots. Yeah. Interesting. Not thinking about them that hard. The other shits, whatever. They're just... I was like, oh. And it's fine. His sensibility is not really my bag, but at least he has one. You know? Yeah. Like, I, d- I never mind seeing an Ashley Bickerton around. I'm not interested in, like, basically biomorphic surrealism for a new generation. That's kind of how I think of his or like sculptures. mechanical production. Yeah, it's like, a little yeah. steampunky too, or whatever. Uh, you know. Yeah. But there's I a lot n- of glass work. I never hate seeing them. They're fun. It was a fun show, but I was like, this is like fluffy. I don't give a shit. Um, well, they just clearly represent a unique vision, and that's a lot more than you can say for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, let's talk Schnabel real fast. Yeah, I do want to hear I did, about this. Like, skip it real fast. Like, again, I I sent you a text and that said, "The fuck are these goddamn frames?" They're these milled, stupid frames. And honestly, like, the show kind of sucked. There's one hot painting, and it was green, which, weird, hard to sell. There are a lot of velvet paintings, yeah. Oh, I didn't get that close. I was Oh, okay. Because it's like an island, and, like, stuff happens on this island, and I was like, I'm not trying to read this fucking, I'm not reading shit. Yeah, I do want that giant catalog, though. The giant pink Bible. I know which one you're talking about. It is about. psychotically huge. I've wanted that for a long time. I used to go... How much is it? I don't know anymore how much can it is. Can you steal it? Mm, maybe. Can you borrow it so I can do bench presses I with used it? to go and look at that. That's an old catalog. Really? Yeah. I used to go and look at that when we were an undergrad at the CIA It is six library. inches thick. It's extremely big, yeah. Um, I would say I'm jealous, but... Yeah. Anyway, Julian, yeah. You know... Man, I have I have l- literally such mixed feelings about him because they're also like small for him. I was like, this is kind of weak. For they got to fit in there, you know. Oh, his shtick of always having Flop like that shit on the roof and call it a day. An overly romantic, it seems schmaltzy narrative for his work that is schmaltzy because yeah. it is. He does that all the time, though. Seem tired, and sometimes that helps. Most of the time, you need to be indifferent to it to enjoy anything about the paintings. Yeah, but there's a stupid Pope painting, and I was like, girl, what? I don't know. 
I like some of the ones in the current show because he did this thing that looks like spray paint, but is oh, actually yeah. bleach on velvet. Oh. That changes the color of it and the surface of it in a way that's like interesting. I thought it was like sprayed like paint. Well, it you is know, sprayed, but something. it's bleach. Oh, so then uh, they are velvet. Or chemicals okay. yeah, yeah. on the velvet, not spray paint, but it looks a lot like that. Huh. Um, now, full disclosure... This is just a dumb guy painter thing that is appealing to me. Right. I get that this is not, like, groundbreaking. I get that this is not going to appeal to everybody, but I'm like, look, they look nice. Do they? I I thought some of them were really weak. I I think he makes too much work. Well, when there's a gridded wall of eight of them, and you're like, that's, like, I don't know, there's two that are hot, and, like, the ones that actually have space in those stupid fucking frames from hell. Well, I think that's a thing we can say in general because I know from certain experience and then I know then it sounds like from what you're saying that like almost all of these shows sound extremely overhung. I oh, think yeah. people oh, are yeah. trying Restraint to sell as not much happening. as possible. What, right? Yeah, I'm like, what? Like, I got to check on the stripper index because what the fuck is happening in the market that we're pumping this shit out mm-hmm. at such a high volume? Yeah, and hanging shows with, like, wild abandon, too. By the way, the big Charlene's were half a million dollars. That's not that much. I know. Well, some I overheard at the desk. I'm like, oh, the big one's half a mil. I was like, huh, would have thought more. Um, also, why aren't they sold yet? Are you all doing your jobs? I mean, Why aren't on- you doing your jobs? Honestly, I would have thought she could command more. Or Lo- $750. Lowy Hollowell paintings are half a million dollars now. So, I don't know. Those suck, and those are trading cards. Well, they're definitely trading cards. I don't know if they suck, but they're definitely a product. Um, wow. Real company man here. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, yes. Hmm. Um, but no, some of them are good. Some of them are good. Like two out of 17 are good. No, a lot of them are good, but they're just good in exactly the same way, which makes them, which defeats uh, the purpose. Yeah, mostly of their gem, Their gem-like yeah. uniqueness is completely destroyed when they're pumped out in basically editions of five. When there's there, there, you know, yeah. you know how like monotypes are like not additioned exactly, but they're the same image in different colors. That's those. Yeah, all she has to do is really just at a higher production level. All she has level. to do is like make the like you know shapes and then just like. Mm. But all I'm saying is I don't know. It's it's in the mar- the art market is just weird and interesting. A Charlene von Heil at half a million, I feel like is at a discount. If I were a collector with enough money to buy one of those, I would definitely buy it. It's kind of insane that I was like, people wouldn't. I was ready to be like, what's the payment plan if I want a little one? Even if it's $10,000, like, can That's I have way one? way more than $10,000. If the big ones are $500,000, yeah. those are $100,000. Like a 5 by 7 5 by 7 I don't know, actually. That's, that's hard yeah, to say. Could I get say. a little one? Maybe. Get a little one. If, if you, I don't know. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be... A lot of little ones were sold It's going to be tens of thousands of dollars, not oh, $10,000. What if it's a poverty discount? I don't think that exists. You could take out a student loan. You huh. could take out another student loan and just pay, you know, 27%. Or just put it on a credit card. There you go. Hmm. Get a credit card, a few credit cards. You think with I a have that much limit. credit that I can uh, be like, hi, swipe this card and this card and this card in succession, and then I'll pay for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways. Do you have any any other thoughts about... What are you what are you wanting to see that you think you're not going to see? Um I want to see Charlene von Heil. Mm-hmm. Um I do want to see Julian Schnabel. Mm-hmm. Um I want to see Sam Gilliam. It was bad. I want to see One of them is called Beyoncé and I said where? 
I want to see Ashley Bickerton. Um, I forgot I saw that. I want to see Jade DeFeo's photographs. I don't know if you saw that. Paula Cooper. I skipped P. Coop. Looked kind of good. Um... (laughs) I, there's just there's enough up that I just kind of want to do the rounds. Honestly, yeah. I will see everything that's yeah. there, that's available. But um, yeah, I skipped Paul Cooper because I didn't have to pee. Oh well, you know, <laughs> good so, enough reason. Sometimes you're like, eh, you got to pee. Okay, keep walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's oh there, were, oh, there's something stupid at Gladstone. Some yellow sticks. And I was like, oh, it's not brown sticks. How strange. Probably it was like an Ugo show. I don't know. New co- yeah, who knows? Anyway, okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.